0: You're listening to the Advancing Your Photography podcast. I'm your host, Mark Silver. I connect you with remarkable photographers who've mastered their craft, sharing their insight and skills so you can put them right to use. Hey, good morning, you guys. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this planet. We are gonna have some fun this morning. Hey, it's just you and me. No other guests. I just want to talk to you. You know, I didn't even plan this until this morning. And I thought, you know, I feel a little empty not getting out there and talking to you guys. So I figured I would give you kind of a unique session here, which is I'm going to go over some key points out of my book, Create tools from seriously talented people to unlock your creative life. I'm going to go over like what I consider to be the most important lesson in the whole book. Let's just see what happens. okay? this is just about helping you guys become more creative, which is my whole goal. My goal with this channel, with AYP, is to provide you The very best content that you're going to find anywhere to help you advance your photography. I think you would agree with me. This is really different than whatever else is out there. And I need you guys to help me help you. Okay, we're going to talk about creativity. We're going to advance our creative skills. And this, again, is from my book that I published in July on my birthday, July 23rd. I interviewed 12 very creative people, including Chris Burkhardt, who we heard from just recently. I interviewed all sorts of different people from different backgrounds to find out what is it that makes them creative. So I'm gonna talk to you about some of these things. I'm not gonna go through the whole book, okay? I'm just gonna talk to you, maybe 15 minutes, then we'll take your questions. So here we go. What is creativity? I'm gonna ask you these questions. You've heard me say this, but you know, Socrates, taught. He's considered the father of modern philosophy, probably the greatest philosopher who ever lived. But he taught not by teaching and telling people things, but by asking questions. And you'll remember the best teachers you had were not the ones that just crammed data down the back of your head or in your wherever. They asked you questions. They got you to look. They got you to examine. And that's what I'm going to do here. And that's what I do with the book. So what is creativity? What does it mean to you? I can't hear your answers, but you can think them at me. I'm kind of telepathic. So if you think me your answer, I might get it. Is there a pattern to creativity? Have you ever wondered that? Is it just an accident that some people seem more creative than others? Or is there some kind of pattern? If there's a pattern, maybe you can learn it. Maybe you can increase your own creativity. And how can you enhance it? I'm going to tell you that right now. And how can it be strengthened? I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay, so let's, let's just dive into this here. So I presented this, what I'm talking to you about. Now, there is a quick start guide that you can download if you go to my website. You know, I'm a one-man band here. I don't have Jared this morning. He's taking a little breather. I'll put this link on later. You can download this for free, and it's a quick start guide for creativity. It's a pretty cool little thing. I I want you to have it. So my goal for you with this short little session is I want to increase your ability to do your creative activity. Creativity isn't about thinking. It's about doing. And that's really the secret to improving your photography or any kind of creative activity is to do it. (laughs) Okay, you're never going to get better unless you get out and do it and you share it and you just keep learning. I mean, listen, I just decided I was gonna do these YouTube live streams, and I kind of fumbled around at the beginning. I don't know if you saw that, but I thought I was fumbling. And I'm learning every day how to do a little bit better job. That's my goal as an artist, as a creative, is is to learn and constantly be doing something better. This was an Instagram photograph, by the way, taken, uh, I mean, an Instagram. This is an iPhone photo, stopped by the side of the road And I did a little processing. I never release anything without processing it. And my go-to, if I'm going to edit on my iPhone, I use Lightroom mobile i love lightroom anyway but i use lightroom mobile and i always tweak my photographs just i never put them out there without some kind of tweaking so that was done i don't think that actually was done in mobile that was probably done on my desktop one of the cool things about lightroom mobile is you can sync it with your desktop so whatever's on your phone you can pull it in and then you edit it and then it goes back to your phone remember the days you had to upload only through your phone and instagram now there's a a creator suite so we can actually upload stuff from our desktops, which is really handy. Okay, there are five, count them, stages to creativity. If you've heard this before, do not tune out. You need to hear it again. I think I've told you that it's been determined in education, and this is by some pretty smart people, that you have to hear something nine times before you really get it. And think about it. You hear something once, eh, yeah, right. You hear it again, eh, whatever. You hear it again, eh. And it starts to kind of click in after you realize that somebody is really trying to teach you something. They're going to repeat it over and over again. You have to hear things repetitively. So there's five stages. Visualization is at the center of that. And that's what we're gonna talk about this morning. It's seeing with your mind's eye. It's getting the image in your mind before you create it, whether it's a photograph, a film, a poem, a birthday cake, a card, (laughs) whatever it is, decorating your house. Saying to somebody something creative and loving, those are all visualized here first. You get it in your mind, then you do it. Then the next stage is you got to know your tools. You've got to know if you're using a camera. I love these cameras, guys. These are my, this was one of my original yes i did use this this is called an argus c3 from the 60s this was the most popular camera of its time they call it the brick because it's just like a big solid piece of brick but what made it so cool was you could focus you could adjust your aperture and your shutter speed and believe me that was a big deal before that it was all point and shoot So whatever tool you're using, you got to know it. You got to get, you've heard Bob Holmes say this, don't let the camera get in the way of your photography. You got to know it so well that it never gets in the way. Okay, knowing your tools, working your craft, do not think about it, get out and do it. And if you have to go around your own home, you know, you've heard some of the photographers talking about this, if you're completely locked down, learn light in your own home. One way to see, you got to see what the light is doing. It's coming in, like in this case, I've got a window here. It's got a shade on it. It's like a big softbox. Where is the light? Where is it coming from? I've got another LED light over here, okay? You look at light, you see light, and you work your craft, which means take photographs, not take them, make them, okay? If you want to write a song, write songs. Don't sit around and think about it. Get out there and do it. Biggest mistake you can make is just letting a day go by without creating something don't do that. I mean, in my given day, I'm doing these YouTube live streams. I'm putting up stuff on Instagram. I'm planning my next video. I'm talking to people about creative stuff. You know what you put your attention on, you get. If you put your attention on miserable, difficult, horrible things, you're going to feel miserable, horrible, and difficult. Take a break from that. Put your attention on creativity. Okay, you work your craft. When you come back, you edit. Don't edit while you're working your craft. Don't sit there and have your little voices going, I'm not very good at this. This really sucks. I'm the stupidest photographer that ever lived. I really don't know what I'm doing. You know what? Guess what? Even the pros have those thoughts. I have those thoughts all the time. How stupid. Oh, this isn't worth posting. I mean, this is a cliche. Who's going to want to see another sunset? Why am I doing this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bap, 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 bap. Voices all over the place, ignore them. It's in my book. These guys talk about that. These are some of the most successful creatives you'll ever want to meet. They're talking about it. Don't listen to those voices. Don't listen to those voices, okay? Don't edit while you're shooting. Come back, do that as its own separate thing in the cycle. Editing has a place. Like I told you, I edit in Lightroom, but I don't edit while I'm shooting. And you shouldn't edit while you're doing anything. You should just let it flow, come back and edit it later. And then you get out and share it. Lots of ways besides sharing on social media. I want you to share though. (laughs) I want you to share AYP, but there's a lot of other ways to share your stuff. Make prints. Make prints of of your best work. You know, this isn't even my best photograph, but this is my wife, you know, very pretty. It's in a frame. It's sharing. I'm sharing it with myself. I want to see her. And I kind of like the little frame thing. You know, we we sometimes think about, wow, we got to make it like huge on the wall. But just remember, there's a whole, you can share it any size, but it is good to put it in a frame and put it somewhere where you and other people can see it. That's sharing. You can make books. You've heard uh, Dan Milner talk about making books with Blurb. Bay Photo, who Has really been a great sponsor for us. They'll help you make books. Do it. Okay, that's sharing. All right. So those are the five stages of creativity. Let's go on and look at some other stuff. The whole key is visualization. What does visualization mean? It means the formation of a mental picture of something. And you know, this is one way you can visualize. It helps to do that when you go out. Use your hands as a frame. Okay, you can also do this. You know, but whatever you do, it actually helps you to go. Wow, that's a photograph right there. This is pretty cool. I'm going to go out and visualize every day. You have to do that. You can visualize music. You can visualize a poem. It's not just visual, meaning your eyes. You can visualize anything. And I'll show you an example of that in a second. This is a photograph of me near my home, Big Sur, illustrating what it means to visualize, holding my hands up, visualizing the photograph. Do that. Drill it. It's really important this photograph actually it's weird i took this photograph when i was 13 years old and it's been my most popular photograph over the years i I can't i set the bar too high with this one these are some friends that were jumping off sand dune a sand dune at sunset they're backlit that's why it's silhouetted i had the idea here's i'm going to show you kind of a different view this is my contact strip So for those of you guys who've never used negatives, what this is, this is film that comes out of your camera, you develop it and it's in a negative form, meaning it's the opposite. I should show you what that means, but you print it on a sheet of paper and then you can pick out which ones you want. That's called a contact sheet. So you can see that I took some other, you know, side images of these guys, but they didn't really do anything for me. So I said to them, hey, you guys, I'm going to stand down here, I direct them. It's totally okay to direct your people in your shots, by the way. I directed them. I stood down below them and I said, look, when I say go, I want you to run and jump. And I had to press the shutter just at the right time because notice how it's a perfect arc and notice what would happen a second later. It would have all fallen apart. I visualized it. I pressed the shutter at the right time. I didn't instantly, going back to this other one, you can see that it wasn't a silhouette, a complete silhouette. If you look at the right, on the right there, you can see that it wasn't a a perfect silhouette. And I did that in the darkroom. I found out that I could make it a silhouette. And there you have it. That was my first visualization, age 13. Visualization applies to all forms of art. The secret that artists in entrepreneurs, sports figures, all creative free thinkers have used for century. This is Salvador Dali, I don't know if you know who he is, pretty amazing painter. I went to his house in Port Ligat, Spain. Anybody here from Spain? We were in uh we traveled all around. Actually, we rented a car drove from Barcelona up to the Pyrenees and then over to the coast. Stopped at Salvador Dali's home at Port Ligat. What a beautiful place that is. Oh, I feel blessed because when I go out on a trip, I am cap and you guys can do the same thing but i am creating content for my books and i get to capture all this cool stuff and use it later on okay one example of non-visual visualization that sounds funny but visualization doesn't mean just with your eyes so brian wilson who really was the founder and the leader of the beach boys like me they were a big group in my day he visualized Every instrument in his album called Pet Sounds, it was a breakthrough album. He visualized all these weird different instruments. He heard it in his head, but there were things that never had been used before. Sleigh bells, Coke bottles, different things. He visualized it and he made a masterpiece. But it all all started with his own vision, his own thought. One way of strengthening your visualization, I'm sorry to say we're not going to museums today, but you can strengthen your visualization By, you can't go to a museum, but by getting out a book, if you have books on your bookshelf, take time every day to read and look and just get inspired. I'm going to not recommend going to the internet. Stay off the internet for a while. Look at books if you can. If you don't have any books, okay, you got to go to the internet. You know, you're filling up your own well of inspiration. This is really important. That's one way you strengthen your visualization. And another thing is keep a notebook. I'm going to give you a specific exercise right now. This is this is a notebook I created. It's an AYP notebook, and it actually has inspiration in it, but it's also got a page here that tells you what to do when you look at art. But I'm going to give you an exercise here, guys, very pertinent to what's going on today. Does everybody have a notebook? <laughs> okay, you got to have a notebook. If you don't have a notebook, get one. If you can't get one, just get some, some pieces of paper and Staple them together or whatever, but get a notebook. I want you to do this exercise. There's a lot of things you can do with your notebook. You can write your goals, you can write your dreams, but you can also handle what's worrying you and giving you problems. Here's how you do that. I want you to try this after we're done and I wanna hear about it. Make a short list on one of these pages, okay? Open up your notebook to a blank page and make a short list of anything that's worrying you. Not hard today, right? problems you're facing, make a list of maybe five or six items, that's about it. And you'll find usually after you write out five or six, you put them on paper, that's really important. Now, what do you do in another column? So let's say you write over here, leave a little space between them, by the way. So you write, you know, my biggest worry is the uncertainty of what my job is going to be like or my career. Whatever that is, okay, you've written that down. I'm worried about my job, I'm worried about my career. You've written down five things, okay you' tracking with me? okay then over in this column here, write down how can you tackle that? What does that mean in English tackle means I think it comes from the idea like when you're playing football, you tackle somebody you you get in there and you handle it you you deal with them. It means how can you handle it? What can you do about it? You're worried about your career. watch. Our YouTube live from yesterday, which will be going up at 11 o'clock right after this show. Watch that because it's with Manuel Sares, who's giving you several key things you can do about your career today. So that's an example. Write down what you have to do to, to do something about it. Because here's a little secret, guys. Just like I said, you got to get out every day and work your craft. If you do anything about what's worrying you, just the slightest little thing, you're going to improve it even a little bit. And many things in life are improved step by step by step. That's how you learn photography, that's how you learn anything, and that's how you learn to conquer your problems. Okay, finally, at the end of every chapter, and by the way, listen, go to Amazon and get this book. It's in digital form. You can get the ebook. you can get the printed book. They're both got great stuff in here. And at the end of every chapter, I give you exercises that you could be doing right now at home that are going to help you improve your creativity. So these are questions, some of the questions I ask at the end of every chapter. What does visualization mean to you? Not what did I tell you it meant? What does it mean to you? Answer these silently. Like I said, I'm kind of telepathic. Give an example of this in your own life write that down. Do this in your notebook. When did you visualize something? Write that down. Write an example of a time you were inspired by something. What inspired you? Write it down. By work of art and you, you use it to create something of your own. These are just a real short little version of what's at the end of every chapter. I ask you questions and then I give you specific things that I want you to do. This is going to strengthen your ability to create. This is for real. I mean it. Okay. You heard Chris Burkhart say always ask yourself. What is the story? What am I trying to tell here? Visualize that then go out and capture it during mood swing. Sometimes creativity how to refocus your attention. It's really a discipline. Get off of whatever's causing you that mood swing and go on to doing something creative. And if you need to handle it use that exercise I just gave you, write it down and then whatever's bugging you, upsetting you or bothering you, just write it down. You know, there's something that happens when you take it out of your head and you put it into paper. Do you know what I mean? There's an immediate separation. And then when you write down after that, what you could do to handle it, that even improves it more. Okay. I told you, you know, you're getting really great content. I'm not asking you because I know you are. And I work really hard at this to find you some of the most amazing creatives that you're going to, where else are you going to find National Geographic photographers giving away their secrets? (laughs) Ed Kashi, National Geographic, New York Times, I mean, the list of publications and honors that he's received just goes on and on and on. And you get to hear from him or from Bob Holmes or Dan Milner, you guys, I'm working for you. I am, I'm working to give you this data, to give it away. I need you to work for me. I really do, and I'm not kidding. We need to make this channel blow up what, I don't mean disappear, I mean, Move up into a whole new range by 10 times. Don't hoard it to yourself. It's going to be a better channel if we have more people on it. And the only way that's going to happen is by you and me. I can only do this so many times and say, hey, watch my channel. This is really cool stuff. It has to come from you. When you tell other people they believe it, I need you guys to do that. Tell them what you've gotten out of it. That's the best way to tell people. Pass along your things you have gained. Okay. Henry Cartier-Bresson, who is probably, in my mind, one of the greatest photographers ever, and he's definitely the greatest street photographer ever, look up his work. He didn't announce himself. He was a stealth photographer. He had a very small camera. It was this camera right here, without the light meter on it. This is called a Leica. He'd show up, he'd see a photograph, he'd take the picture, and before I actually asked somebody who knew him. I said, what did he do, you know? How did he go up and ask permission? He says, no. He just captured the photograph and left quickly. The only way you get over your fear is to do it. That's simplicity in itself. Okay, you guys, we're going to wrap this up. I love you. Thank you for joining us. What am I asking you to do as soon as we're over? Do that, okay? Share your what you've gotten out of this with at least 10 people. You've got my Instagram handle there, go to it and follow me. Subscribe if you haven't already done that. I'd be surprised if you haven't subscribed by now. Share, like, leave your comments, and remember (laughs) to get out and capture your own images of life. I love you guys. See you again soon. Thanks for joining us today on Advancing Your Photography. If there's anything you wanted to see from today's episode, you can find the video version of this show on our YouTube channel, Advancing Your Photography. You can also find the show notes on our website, silverstudios.com forward slash podcast. Please rate and leave a review, subscribe, and be sure to share with your friends. And until next time, remember to get out and capture your own images of life.